Welcome back to another episode of Better Than Work. Okay, (laughs) welcome back to another episode of the Better Than Work podcast. I am Jamie and I'm here with a special guest. Say hi. Hello. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This is my friend Madison Isabel's in here today. It's just me and Madison. We're just hanging out. Um... You sound. You look very uncomfortable. I'm very nervous. Why are you so? You're sitting so far. She's in the fetal position on the couch, so far away from me. This is intimate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I only have one mic. It's like I can't. So I have to like in between us to both hear. Interviewing me. I I know. So, yeah. I'm just gonna have to like. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I texted you and I said, do you want to be a guest on the podcast? And you were very excited because you are our number one fan. I am. I listened to all the episodes. I've heard myself mentioned a few times, so <laughs> I feel like I'm a part of the podcast. You are. You're so. like a, th- a third party <laughs> because I talk about you a lot because yes. we hang out once a week. <laughs> In all contexts, yes. Yes. So, you, what do you want to talk about yourself? What do you do? Where you're from? I do. Yeah, just a little intro. Say, hi, I'm Madison. Uh, hi, I'm Madison. Yeah. Um, I live in Lakeland. Nice. Jamie uh, comes over like every week. Because <laughs> I don't have anything else in my life. Um, I work at the school. You don't have to say if you don't want to, but oh. you can. Oh, okay. I thought you were asking me for my job. No. Oh, yeah, I would, yeah. But like, if you, I don't want to make you feel like you have to share like your social security or anything. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I just I work at the school that we graduated from, so I just do yeah. a bunch of social media and pictures and stuff like that. So, do you like your job? <laughs> you don't have to. Answer. Good days and bad days. Yeah. I feel like that's for most people. It just depends on the season and yeah. just crap you have to deal with, and just yeah, it's life. So like I said, we come. I come over literally once a week, and we, like, we do dinner. We watch. Either it's a good movie or a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Doesn't just any movie. Or trashy TV shows. Trashy, t- trashy reality TV shows, mm-hmm. dating shows is a real big one. Yeah, those make us feel better about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we also re- we like we're big readers. You and I. Yeah. Jamie, a few weeks ago, I remember this episode where she outed me because one, okay. <laughs> one bookstore trip we made, I bought nine books, which I honestly don't even remember which books I got in that trip, and I probably <laughs> haven't even read them, but I will eventually. That's the thing, is that everything will eventually be read. Right. What are you reading now? Uh, so... <laughs> uh, you gave me a book, and I read three pages of it, I think. Nice, nice. Um, I haven't had time. I want to be able to focus more on it, so I started that. Um, but yeah, I just finished Jeanette McCurdy's book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, like a week or two ago, but that one was really um, interesting. Because I heard a lot of drama about her and like uh, her upbringing and Nickelodeon and all that, so mm-hmm. that's a good recommendation. Um but I definitely think it's worth one time read at least. Are you gonna keep it or like sell it? Um, 
I may keep it right now. I don't see myself like keeping it forever. It's oh, not yeah. like an all-time favorite, but it's good. I feel like there sometimes copies are hard to find too because it took a while for it to get here. So yeah, because everyone wants it. Because mm-hmm. it's like the background on like her relationship with her mom and just the um, the whole Nickelodeon thing and just her relationship with different people and iCarly. And then she talks about her relationship with Ariana Grande and it's just really interesting. Yeah, I've seen her do interviews. Um, I'm probably not going to read it. <laughs> just It's a little depressing yeah. too. And she talks a lot about like some... Um, heavy themes like she talks about like her eating disorder and it just I don't know she talks a lot about like her mental health and like her mom was very manipulative and so she was manipulated from a very young age so it gets kind of dark it's not really a feel-good book at all it's more so just like informative so yeah yeah that's cool though I just finished reading what is it? I keep forgetting the name is like, I keep forgetting it. It's called Things We Never Got Over mm-hmm. by Lucy Score. And it's like, it was really big on Book Talk. It's like over 500 pages. So it's a big book, but I like got through it in like three days. Dang. And the chapters are short, so it feels like. It feels like it goes by really quick. Um, it was really good. Like I rated it like a five out of five stars yeah. on Goodreads. Like it was so good. I appreciate that you take time to like rate it accurately because I know a lot oh, yeah. of some of my friends on Goodreads will literally give five stars to everything, even no. the crappiest books I've read. And I'll be like, this is trash. I hated every <laughs> second of it. And I'll say three stars and I'll publish it. And then I see some chick I had classes with post it. And she's like, oh my gosh, five stars. I'm like, really? Like, Did we read the same book? Like, this is a dumpster fire. Straight what do you mean? Up. I literally sold it. Like after I read it the first time, I was like, that was enough for me. Which book was it? It was one of the Emily Henry books. Oh, yeah. Because I, I've read all, I've read three of hers. Um, it is a hot take. I might, maybe, if there's like some fan club out there for her, they may come after me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I liked the bee treed one. That one I actually kept. Mm-hmm. But people we met on vacation, I hated. Oh, no. And I don't know what it was. It was the characters, it was the plot, it was how long it was. And then the other book, Book Lovers, which I gave, you're going to borrow. Yeah, I um, I just started it today. Yeah, so, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. If you like it, you can keep it because okay. I'm selling it. Because um, <laughs> I have no desire to pick that one up again. So, yeah. What was it like that you didn't like? Just like the, the writing, the story, the... Um, was it overhyped? It was overhyped. It just, the whole plot was just interesting because basically it's like this girl and she works for I think she like writes blogs or something I've read a few books after that so it's been a minute but I think she works for a company like a travel agency or like some magazine thing and so basically like she'll get paid to like go on vacation and to cover stuff and I guess there is this guy that like she would go on vacation with that was like her friend and so they did like these weird time jumps where it was like every single year it was like a different place they went to this they made a show out of this did 
I, I think, think so. people we met on vacation, I think they made a show out of this. And I said, this looks so weird. Yeah. I didn't know that that was her book. Yeah, it's really interesting. And I wow. guess like at one point they reunite and then they have like a weird relationship. But like they're friends. And then I'm like, you can't. There's no way you're just friends. Like there's no, no way. No, no, no. No, it, it, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. And um, I had my suspicions and... It was just, uh, it was so long too, and I think yeah. that it talked for twenty pages about nothing. I'm like, I would, I got to the point where I was skimming because a bunch of the information that Emily was writing, I was just like, this isn't. Not I for don't. You. I do not care. <laughs> do not. Care. I don't care what shade of yellow her dress is. <laughs> I do not care this about the specific order she got from the coffee shop. Like, I literally yeah. do not care. Just very very detailed, and you're yeah. like, why is that there? Right, and I feel like I read the Twilight books, and those are really long and, like, detailed, but I feel like it's different because, like, with those, I somewhat care, and they're, like, moody and angsty, but, like, with this yeah. one, it's just stupid. Like, <laughs> Yeah, if you're not into it, it's, it's not going to work. The book yeah. I just read is over 500 pages, and I was, like, into it. Like, it, it yeah. was really good. I'll, like, you can read a long book, Mm-hmm. But if it's, like, not good or the the end is not worth it, then it's just, like... A waste of time. A waste. It's really upsetting. Yeah. Because <laughs> you look back and you're like, wow, I could have read, like, so many good books, like, in the amount of time it took me to finish It's that so one. disappointing when you read a book that's trash. Honestly. Yeah. I read <laughs> the weird ghost one. Jamie and I had went to some boutique bookstore thing oh. with some cool gypsy lady named <laughs> <laughs> her name was sandy and um she had some interesting like bargain books and i don't know why there's this weird ghost one that seems really intriguing and like different to me because i feel like i typically buy the same sort of books and yeah. i just wanted to try something new and um i think i shared a few pages or quotes with you but it was just one of the weirdest you sent me screenshots and i said what is this (laughs) one of the weirdest books i've ever read in my life she this girl literally just falls in love with a ghost boy but just the way it's described it's funny and i think it's supposed to be funny it's just really dark too and really short but um yeah i immediately like i think i gave it to my friend melanie um, she's a big book person too, but I was like, you can have fun with this one because I have no desire to ever pick it up. Because I hated it. It was so bad. A book that I hated, that I read, was <laughs> another hot take was Layla by Colleen oh, Hoover, yeah. which I borrowed from Madison, yeah. and I said, why did you make me <laughs> this? Why did I read Because we both read Colleen Hoover books, and so I warned you. I was like, listen, this one's weird. And from the beginning, I was like, yeah. who are these people? Ew, why are you acting like that? <laughs> and then the end of the book, I was like, wait, what? And I was like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it for people who want to read it, no. but I hated it. Yeah, I didn't know what to do with myself afterwards. I was like, that that was it? That's, that's what That's what you wrote? <laughs> I'm a big Colleen fan. I've, I've liked almost everything. Yeah. But that one, I was like, what? Again, I don't want to spoil too much of it for if people haven't read it, but I think a lot of people already have. But people like it. I'm like, why? Yeah, it's not a bad book. Like, I feel like I was entertained. Yeah, because stuff definitely, definitely happened, and mm-hmm. I was intrigued by the plot. I just thought it was weird, and just not. It was weird, and I found myself not liking the main character yeah. that we were following 
It was very discomforting and just like the main dude lead or leech or leech. Leech. <laughs> leech. His name's, no Le- Le- leads. It's some weird name, but he's just, he's weird. He's got some mental issues. Yeah. I bet he needs like counseling, which I mean, me too, but like. <laughs> <laughs> counseling. Oh my God. So I saw the woman King last night with oh, Viola really? Davis. Yeah. It was really good. First of all, the movie was really good. I was so impressed with Viola Davis. Like, I think she's a re- fantastic actress. But I saw someone in the movie, like an actor, and I said, what? How is this man in this movie? Guess, get, you're not going to believe who it was. Who was it? It was the guy from After, who plays Harden. Harden Scott? <laughs> no! I love that you know his full name. <laughs> his full name in the show, I forget, Hero Phineas? His real name is Hero, yeah. the actor, but yeah. the... Better watch out because there's fan clubs out there too that will kill us. I don't care. This movie's the movie's that after is trash, but she's making money off of it, so it's fine. After it was, I don't know how you described after. It's like just a Netflix movie based off a well book. It's like a Wattpad thing, fan right? Because it was fan fiction. I think off of Harry Styles. Fan fiction off of One Direction. Yeah. This girl wrote a fan fiction off of One Direction. And then called after, turned it into a book, making money, making bank, good for her. They made Netflix movies out of it. Mm-hmm. They're not, I will die on this hill. It's they're not good movies. <laughs> they're really bad, but people will fight for it because there are people obsessed with Hero, and I just don't understand why. Here's the thing: I saw him in this movie, and I said, "Wait." He doesn't in that movie when i think of that movie and the and woman all king the people that could be in that movie he's the I, when i tell you i was shocked <laughs> i was shocked Did and i laugh i don't know if i could take that seriously i literally like put my hand over my mouth i was like what <laughs> and he was actually i thought i thought objectively pretty good in his role interesting like seeing him play a different character than Harden scott was refreshing because the basic the premise of the the woman king is like i'm gonna butcher this but it's like basically a land in africa that was not taken over by europeans in the 1800s okay so you know the guy hero plays um european white man coming into africa to Mm. selling slaves and stuff like that basically is who he plays and i was like what is he doing here in the woman king with viola <laughs> davis hard and scott he does not belong in that cast i feel like there are so <laughs> many so other strange. british people there are so many other british people they could have chosen is he british why him yeah oh heroes have you not heard his accent like i'm gonna tell you i uh, haven't heard anything <laughs> yeah I don't know. I've seen interviews of him, and he's got like a British accent. Tessa, like do you? <laughs> like I feel like Tessa. An American would not say Tessa like that. No. Like ayo Tessa. Like does, I don't... <laughs> does he have an accent in the after movies, or does he try and play it off? I, I can't remember honestly. Play it off. I feel like I want to see now. If I look at hero, up. Phineas Tiffin. From the UK. From the UK. Is he 
Oh, well, I thought he was with someone. Oh, it's just a modeling, modeling picture. Yeah, just modeling picture. Um, the new after came out in they let it, it it it's in theaters, not on Netflix release. The, the new the after ever happy? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I don't think it's on Netflix yet. Oh wait, it says release date September seventh. It released earlier this month, I think, but I think it was in oh, theaters. I could be wrong. I have no idea, actually. I can unfortunately you cannot watch the movie for free on the streaming service directly. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll have to watch it at some point though, because we need to see how it ends. Listen, I tell you what, I came over to her house one day and she made me watch these movies. She forced me. She okay. sat me down and said, "We're watching after," and I said, "Are you, I don't want to watch them. I understand what they are. I don't want to watch them. I would like not to watch." the after films and she said no you need to be cultured cultured you need to suffer like i did why would you i'm your friend why do you want me to suffer friendship though you want to you're suffering i will suffer with you if i suffer you should suffer with i don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) like if your friend jumped off a bridge like you would jump off a bridge too no i don't think that's how it works (laughs) like thelma and louise (laughs) i mean I feel like we watch our trashy reality shows and it just kind of ties with that. It ties with the after. Yeah. It's just purely entertainment. We make oh, fun it. of the people. And we make fun of the people who watch those things and are actually fans of it. And it makes In a serious sense. way, like yeah. Purple Hearts. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was really upsetting. Um, for those of you who don't know, Purple Hearts is a movie on Netflix with Sophia Carson. Yeah. Um, but basically, the girl is, like, diabetic, okay? And she needs insulin, and she's a failing singer, and she's broke and boohoo. And oh so she basically decides to get with this military man, because the military man, he's army, I think, right? Yeah. Is he army? No, uh, Marines. Oh, Marines. My bad. Um, anyways, he needs money too, cause he owes money to like his old drug dealer or something. So they basically like <laughs> yeah. make a pact, fake marriage. a fake marriage and they get married and so then they can get money so they can get money and, and she gets health insurance. Right. And so they have to pretend like they're in love, even though they're not. Her wedding dress was absolutely horrific. <laughs> it's burned in my brain. Um, but yeah, people are freaking out over that movie. On TikTok, I was sending Jamie these stupid TikToks, and people are like, oh my god, like this movie's so amazing. Like, their chemistry. I'm like, what chemistry? <laughs> they barely had any, like, moments together. It just was very uncomfortable, and I don't understand what the hype was about. Yeah, I it was way, way too overhyped. I didn't think it was a bad film. I didn't think it deserved the the rave that it got like honestly i mean her song was good like the comeback yeah. home but because i've seen so many tiktoks of it i hate it now like you ruined <laughs> it for me it's been shoved down your throat and i feel like she's fangirling over it too like, like sophia carson her facebook page she's like posting every single day i'm like i get i get it like you're really proud of this but like <laughs> you don't have to share about it every single day Maybe she's like she has to she's contractually obligated yeah maybe that's like the only thing she has going on and so she's just gonna spend the rest of her life singing this song about (laughs) soldiers coming back home (laughs) i mean people it was a book first do you know that no yeah 
Oh, I wonder if the book was better. I don't know. Huh. Maybe it wasn't. Looks like gotta buy something else. No, I'm not yeah, reading that one. I'll run it from the library. Or I'll, yeah. I don't know. I'll find a way to read it without purchasing spend, it. Yeah. Spend money. Yeah, we're not going to do that. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to learn. How's that working out? Some days I'm good. Some days I'm bad. Um, Sometimes you have a bad day and you use serotonin boost and you buy a book. Yeah. That's what I do. It's retail therapy. Yeah. Book shopping heals. <laughs> book shopping heals the soul. That should be a quote. I can see the graphic. Yeah. Book shopping heals the soul. <laughs> like I'm looking at my books right now and I'm just zen. I feel at peace with the world. Also, you have books that have very pretty covers, mm-hmm. and you you can display them. The aesthetic, I love it. I got like some old fashioned, old fashioned. I got some like old fashioned. That's what I meant to use. Um, but like Pride and Prejudice, and um, some other Jane Austen books, and Little Women. Um, but they're just they're pretty, and they make my heart happy. And like the color scheme. That that is like a big part. Like that's. A, I don't want to say half the reason why I'll buy a book, but it's a big part of why I'm like, well, this has a pretty cover. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's about, but we'll take a chance right. and I'll buy yeah. it. Yeah. I have the Harry Potter books because I read those. Um, I've read them once, but when I read them, I borrowed them from people. And so um, my parents surprised me with like a, surprise gift and I got like a set of the Harry Potter books but um they have like the Hogwarts castle on them and it's just really pretty so yeah it's a really cool box set I've seen ones where they do like um house box sets like all the books are decked out in like Ravenclaw or whatever that's so cool that is cool and I I would get it if I were a Harry Potter fan but I haven't read any Harry Potter book Ever. Well, if you ever want to read them. I feel like I missed the boat on that. Really? See, I I don't know. I didn't read the books until freshman year in college. Oh. You know? So a lot of people, I grew up in a very conservative home, and so my parents were big on me reading those books. I wasn't allowed to. And so when I, you know, moved into the dorm room and stuff, I'm like, now's my I will rebel. <laughs> But, um, and of course my younger brother, he can read them and he was able to read them like for a few years and apparently my parents are just cool with it now. So you're like, oh wow, where was this when I was It's fine. I'm not petty. Um, (laughs) so the books are actually fairly, they're good. I got through them fast and, um, I wouldn't call myself like if someone were to quiz me on, so I have no clue. I like Harry Potter. yeah, yeah. I'm not like a fan fan, but I feel like I enjoy the franchise and I understand some of the references. I remember vividly being in fourth grade and I sat down in the library. I picked up a Harry Potter book and I sat down as if I was going to read it and I immediately put it away because it was like, this is too big. And I was like, I don't want to read this book. I was in the fourth grade, way too young. And also, I only watched maybe one or two of the movies. Mm. I was never, like, I don't dislike it. I'm not, I do have a wand that I got (laughs) from Harry Potter land. Um, 
I like butterbeer. Yeah, butterbeer's good. Frozen butterbeer. Not, oh, yeah. not the other stuff. Frozen's the way to go. Um, but no, I feel like if you've read more adult books that are thicker, it's it would probably be a lot easier to like go through them now. Oh, so. yeah, probably it's now. Never too late. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably I'll reread them at some point, but as you can tell, I have a good hundred yeah you got a lot of a lot of other books to read as do i so i there's no judgment here i have a lot to read we're in the same boat so it's just like when you find like an i for me like you find an author you like and you're like well now i need to read everything they've ever written exactly colleen i we really want to go to is it in texas she she has a a standalone store colleen hoover has a store in texas where Mm -hmm. it's like all of her books she has like what like 20 yeah. That she wrote. Yeah. We're slowly making our way through, like, checking them off the list. Um, I probably won't read every Colleen Hoover because you've read some and told me about them that I'm pro- I'm going to skip. Yeah. Because there's one that's like, because I'm not going to be a party pooper, so that way, if there are people that want to read some of the books. But I'm just going to say, one of them was just disturbing. It yeah. was really good, but it was just incredibly disturbing. It was too it's much for me. Verity. Yeah. Um, And then... Some other books, there was one that was really intense and suspenseful. I can't remember what it's called at the top of my head. But that one was really good, but also kind of dark and just, like, heavy on abuse. Um, Is that the the too late one that you were reading? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Without Merit was good. And that was the one I gave, um, crap, what was the one with, like, the beginning, the accident, the car accident, and then, like, the daughter... You just read it, and I let you borrow it, or or I borrowed it, or <laughs> did you borrow it from me? I think so. Or what was the the Colleen Hoover one with like the the nurse sister or the... regretting you? Yes. Yes. Did I? That was my book. That was your. I'm sorry. I think I read it before. <laughs> you did read it before me because you're like, I can I borrow confused. it? And I was like, yeah, I haven't read it yet, but That's here you go. I got confused. That one was good. I liked it. It was really good. It was very, in, it was infuriating because like you're reading books and you're yelling at characters, but it's like you can't change their actions. But you really see from all points of view. And I think in that book, it really shows like the characters and you just kind of sit there and you're like, well... I would go about it this way, but yeah. in that situation, I guess that's fair. Yeah. I, I guess I could see why you would do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I never... You read all of the... All Twilights? Mm-hmm. I read all four... Uh, Twilight, Eclipse, whatever... Um, Breaking Dawn, Breaking Dawn... Uh, New, New Moon, thank you. <laughs> Breaking Dawn, those. Breaking Dawn. Uh, <laughs> and then I read the the one that came out a few years ago. Midnight... Sun. that one was edward's perspective which i thought was funny so that's another series i would reread again and i'm working on other stuff and i'll make my way back do you have the series mm-hmm. yeah that's another one that i couldn't read i try i have the first book i think i read the first one and i was like ah, I don't, i'm okay on this i did watch i was obsessed with the movies though the books provide a lot of a lot more details than the movies that's how it always is man Um, and then i don't know people who read the books and watched um like breaking dawn part two like what happens in the movie is not at all what happens in the book and so people who read the books were like freaking out because they're like 
what is happening? <laughs> and I wasn't allowed to read those books at the time, like when they were really popular and they were coming out. Yeah. Um, all my girlfriends in high school like went to see the movies and were fangirling and stuff, but I didn't I didn't see the movies until like senior year of high school and I didn't read the books until like my junior year of college. So mm. I wasn't really cultured until later in life. So I remember finding that out at the end of Breaking Dawn Part Two, mm-hmm. they made it all up, like yeah. the big fight scene between the wolves and Never the vampires. Happened. Never happened. Nope. What a waste I felt. Yeah. I remember watching that in theaters, and then Allison woke up from the dream, mm-hmm. and the fight didn't happen. It was just a vision. Yeah. I said, "Are you joking me? Yeah. This is ridiculous." So you're big into personality tests, right? I am. I'm glad you've asked me. (laughs) Finally. My time to shine. (laughs) You're big into the Myers-Briggs, Enneagrams. Those are the main two I care about. There is like some other, like Strength Finder and um, something else I took the other day. That's a boring one, Strength Finder. I took that one in college. Yeah. Um... But I, Myers-Briggs, I took it for the first time in high school in my psychology class. And um, so I got my results. And then when um, I went to college, they had us take it freshman year. And I had the same results. And so that's when I got, like, really passionate because I'm like, I'm still the same. (laughs) My core character. Um, And then Enneagram is really popular at our college and with – but like the Christian community, there's a bunch of like Christian Enneagram coaches oh, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, so I feel like the MBTI is still my favorite, but Enneagram is like close second. But I don't know. I just, I love reading about um, characters you relate to yeah. also. Cause I think I showed you, there's that like personality database site yeah. where you can plug in your personality type and it tells you everyone you're like. So it's like you are. Jim yeah. from the office. You are SpongeBob. Yeah. So like for I, I am SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for like the office, I'm Kelly. Yeah. Um, I think for friends, I'm Monica. Um, but yeah, it just tells I'm a bunch of like emotional, dramatic girls, and then I'm like some cutesy characters. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm Carlisle from the Twilight. Series. Oh, that's funny. I think I'm also his wife, too, because they're both, like, the same personality, apparently. Oh, um, whoa. But, yeah, so personality, personality database is a really fun place. If you ever want to, you know, you're bored and you're watching a movie yeah. and you're like, hmm, I want to know what character I am. Um, sometimes they'll have everyone listed, but sometimes there's a show where it's like there's only two of the same personalities and you don't fall under that category. So. Yeah. But yeah, super fun. How would you describe what an Enneagram is? Okay, so, oh God. I feel like I'm not a coach, I'm not an expert, um, but basically there are nine different numbers um, you can be. Um, If I were to get more, if it were to get more complex, I would talk about there's wings and then there's types you can be and strength and weakness. So I'm going to do my best to explain. But <laughs> there are nine types. I'm going to try to hit them all. The first one, number one, yeah, like perfectionist. Um, 
those are the very orderly people, which I feel like we knew some people in, at Southeastern that were kind of like this, that yeah. wanted things a specific way. They're usually very good students. Um, yeah, they're just, they're perfectionists. They're detail-oriented. Um, I know my... Very type A. Yeah, my um, boss definitely is a type 1. Mm. Um, type 2 is the helper. Um, we're known as the people pleasers, so I'm a 2. Um Threes are very success-oriented, so they're all about, like, achieving stuff and just, like, big picture. I think Kim Kim Kardashian's a three, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Um, Fours are the individualists, and they're very um, unique with their, um, I don't know how to explain it. They're just, they're unique. They want to stand apart. Um, They value they march to the beat of their own drum yeah they're just they're very like unique people and they're just they don't want to be like everyone else they're typically creative mm-hmm. um they're really in tune with their emotions too um in fact most of my best friends are actually fours um fives are like the investigators so they're all about like i think of like csi stuff like um two people i know that are fives they're just very observant analytical they like to research and just read up on stuff they're typically more introverted and then you're six yeah some Um, six six is you guys value safety and security yep um and you're also very loyal um sevens are like super enthusiastic and they sevens are known for just wanting to have a good time um i was friends with a seven once really yeah not anymore (laughs) that explains it (laughs) um so spongebob like even though he's an esfj my mbti he's a seven so it's like i'm not completely like spongebob though because even though we're esfjs like i'm a two he's a seven so he's gonna be a little more wild than me (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, so sevens typically are just, like, living life, just, I don't know, they like to have fun. They're just cool, energetic people. Um, our friend Shakela is a seven. Um, eights are um, very, they're typically confrontational. I think, we've, actually, <laughs> I remember listening to the y'all's podcast, I'm pretty sure at one point you and Isabel talked about this, because she's an eight like hardcore yeah she is isabel is an eight like eights are they're strong they're opinionated they don't care what people think about them they're they're very protective too of their friends like they will my friends who are eights like would kill people for me like they're (laughs) just um they're good people especially for twos to have because eights teach twos how to stand up for themselves um because twos have the tendency to like get walked over um and then nines are the peacemakers and so those are the ones that i have a few friends that are nines also um but they just kind of like to have good environments they're really good friends they just like to they get confused with sevens they're just like calmer than sevens if that makes sense um but yeah, I think I did my best of explaining it. Yeah, I think that's pretty great. Yeah, I'm not a coach. I typically use examples from like characters I can think of. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the enneagram. So, and what's the other one? The 
NB. MBTI. Yeah. So that's Myers Briggs. Um, and that right. one is the letters. And there's 16 types. Um, I'm an ESFJ, as I said. Um, so basically, you can be introverted or extroverted, sensing or intuitive, mm-hmm. thinking or feeling, and then judging or perceiving. Um, and if you go to 16personalities.com, <laughs> this is where you're not sponsored. <laughs> um, you can take the test, and then when you take the test, it'll tell you what type you are. And if you scroll to the bottom, you can see what characters you are. So, like for mine, it says Monica, um, and then it goes into your strengths and your weaknesses. Um, it goes into how you are in relationships, like friendships versus families. Um, and then it also talks about, sometimes it goes into your relationships with other types. Um, I'm trying to pull it up so I can visualize. I definitely think it's like, like it's just interesting, fun stuff to know. But like I, people live their life by these personality tests, right. which I think, you know. Yeah, and that's where, like, okay, I, I'm a nerd for it, so I love it. And yeah. I, I typically ask, like, all my friends, like, oh, my gosh, yeah, do you know You do, immediately. Because I'm a nerd. Um, and sometimes I'll try to type people myself. But I think you have to know, like, for me as a two and as an ESFJ, like, <laughs> other people who are ESFJs and twos, like, they're different than me. Because obviously, like, everyone, you may be the same type, but you may go about stuff in a different way. Yeah. Like, I have some other friends who are twos, and some of them are, like, more sensitive than me. And some of them are, like, more confrontational than me. Mm-hmm. So it really just, like, goes hand It's just in a hand spectrum with- of, you know, we're all have a little bit of each thing in us you know right um so yeah i'm looking at the site right now so you just scroll to the bottom like when you get your results there's strengths and weaknesses all those little tabs but like for people you are um it says like i'm taylor swift and i'm jennifer lopez tyra banks um i'm sansa for those of you who have watched game of thrones winter is coming (laughs) But I'm also Circe, so you see, Damn. like, they're both ESFJs, but if you they're think different. about those characters, they're very different. I, um, I took, when I took this test, I, one of my, I guess you could say characters, uh, was Beyonce. Beyonce? The queen? Yep. Also, her birthday's in September, so she's also a Virgo. What do you think of Zodiac signs? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, so I'm a Taurus. I say it like that. Um Taurus. I say Taurus. A Taurus? I say Taurus. I don't know. I the bull. There's an A, though. I just feel like if a Taurus, it would be T-O-U-R. It's just how it's just how you pronounce it. Who cares? I say Taurus. <laughs> I feel like it sounds tougher. Um, <laughs> but I think it's cool. I, I look at a bunch of memes for Zodiacs, too. And sometimes they're pretty spot on. Because, um... Taurus is, there's, like, extremes for us, so we can either be the sweetest, most supportive people in your life, or if you wrong us, you are dead to us. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah, but I don't, with, like, astrology and stuff, you know, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of. It's more so I just see it as an entertainment thing, like, oh, this is funny, oh, this is what song I am, LOL, but I'm not sitting here, like, 
putting that above God, you know? And I think that's the fine line too, because a lot of Christians are like, how dare you talk about your zodiac sign? But it's not, it's not like that. I'm not like praying to my zodiac sign, everybody. It's more so just like, LOL, my birthday is this. I'm classified as this. Sometimes I relate to the post, but it's really just stupid. Yeah. You know, it's very nonchalant. I am a Virgo. So describe what a Virgo is. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I don't know how to like explain the types of real. All I know is Scorpios are like scary. My best example is that I don't know if people remember Jenna Marbles on YouTube before she ended. She she used to be a YouTube creator. She was on for like 10 years. She doesn't create anymore. She is a Virgo. She described herself as a Virgo and she was always very like, um, things need to be done a certain way. Like, in her videos, like, type of thing. I'm not explaining it very well, but people who know. (laughs) I'm sitting here analyzing her Enneagram when you're talking about... I know. Immediately, you're like, I wonder what she is. Really, I'll be watching people in public. I'm like, they're definitely an eight. Most Karens are eights. Oh. Yeah. Like, those are eight. Like, um... I don't know. I'm not saying all eights are Karens, but I feel all Karens are eights. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Because, you know, the confrontational thing, so. I'm not confrontational. I feel like I am, I think we've talked about this before. I am when it comes to my friends. I'm very rarely confrontational for myself, but if, like, one of my best friends, if you hurt them, my family members, if you hurt them, like. It's over. It's over. And I feel like at that point, I don't really care. Like, I kind of push aside my anxieties and my fears of what people will think of me because I'm doing it from a protective standpoint you know yeah do you um going back to the what are the personality types do you remember what mine is like because I, I feel like you remember mine mm-hmm. it's I and INFJ no are uh, you the rarest type because INFJs are the rarest so. oh I'm rare baby <laughs> I don't know down i don't think i did um because sometimes i remember in my head i know you're an introvert i think you were it's i n i have it in my phone somewhere i n f j yeah so you're infj so that's what um i think hannah is but you guys are um you guys are cool my dad's an infj also (laughs) infjs are cool they are cool they're like the rarest type i feel um, I don't know if you've ever seen Avatar, The Last Airbender. Duh. But uh, Iroh is an INFJ. Like, uh, what's his face? His uh, uncle. Uncle Iroh. Uncle oh. Um, trying to think of other INFJs. Yeah, that's definitely an INFJ. Oh, Elsa. Elsa's an INFJ mm. from what I've read. Um, yeah. They're, they're it's cool. just fun to know. Yeah. I like remembering people's, like, most of the time, like, you asked me what you were, but for the most part, I feel like if I make my friends take the test, and I ask them a bunch of questions, and then they tell me their type, typically, I'm just like, okay, it's engraved in my brain now. Now I know who you are and to your deepest core. Yeah. So, like, I know my parents and their MBTIs, and I have to tell them all the time. And my dad, his memory is really bad. So sometimes he's like, I never took this test. I'm like, you're an INFJ. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you are. Trust me. Oh, that's funny. I wonder what your your mom, I feel like, is an eight. 
I'm over here thinking. No, I think we talked about it. I think she's, um, I guess she, I don't know if she's confrontational. I guess she, she could be, but I think she's a two. People yeah. pleaser. Okay. Because, and that's what, um, when I mentioned the strength and weaknesses thing before. Um, so for Enneagram, you can have a wing. So for like a one, you. This is where I gotten lost okay. with the wings. For um, ones, you can be either a wing nine or a wing two. And then for twos, either a wing one or a wing three. For me, I alternate between the two wings. So it's more so like you kind of take those characteristics of the next type. So yeah, you're a helper, you're a people pleaser, but you may be more organizational or you may be more success driven. Yeah. Whereas like for you, you're a six. So it's like, are you more, I feel like you're a wing five. I think that mine was a wing five yeah. when I took it. I don't remember, yeah. but it was a five- yeah, you're more analytical and, like, research-oriented yeah. as opposed to, like, a seven, which those are, like, fun, like, uh, like super energetic, yeah. like, I don't know, crazy people. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I lost my train of thought. I knew this would happen. Oh, no. I'm scared. Um, <laughs> I'm scared. I've lost my train of thought. I'm scared. Um. But yeah, oh yeah, so with the wings, and yeah. then for strengths and weaknesses, I know for mine as a two, in weakness, I go to eight, because I get very um, aggressive, but I go to a four in growth, because that's when I'm like becoming an individualist, and I'm like, I don't know, my self-worth is good yeah. and I just I see myself as different and like unique and I don't care about what other people think um so that may be interesting like with your mom if she's an eight or a two because if she's a two maybe she goes to eight in weakness or if she's an eight she goes to a two in strength that's how it works um so. she's not gonna take the test <laughs> Yeah, she probably will. I mean, okay. if I read it to her and she answers, then maybe <laughs> she'll like, do it. Under the link, she just completely ignores it. She's like, "I'm not taking this." <laughs> didn't my brother? We had. Didn't we have my brother take yeah, it? Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was like the first time we met, and I was like, "Hey, can you take this?" And then you sent it That's to the him. first time you met my brother. <laughs> Madison's like, "Hey, um, do you want to take the?" <laughs> you I'm over here, and I'm like trying to figure out who the person is because yeah, they're talking like, about stuff. You like to know who they are. I it's really interesting to me because then also you can make connections and see like your friends are like your other friends and you're just like oh my gosh you're a five my friend over here is a five too and actually mm -hmm. I see a lot of similarities and then me like, and Hannah that's why you're friends with yeah. us because we're great well and you're a six and you're an INFJ my dad's a six and he's an INFJ and Hannah, I am your dad you are my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hannah is an INFJ, but she's a four. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's all different. So you may have the same MBTI. It's a spectrum. But a different Enneagram. Or you may have the same both, but still be different. It's crazy. It is a spectrum of craziness, but I love it. And I'm a nerd <laughs> for it. So, yeah. I'm unashamed. You can like it. Who cares? <laughs> I think it's just the, it's about make sure there's a line and it's not like your no. I your end all be all no, thing. No, it's more so it's like a cool personality fun fact thing, but like don't let it define you. Right. Like you can use it to describe yourself and you can have fun with like the posts, but don't 
like be so stuck with the characteristics and the tests and stuff that you like stay in that box because at the end of the day you're going to be yourself no matter what you're a person yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know if i can do that i am a six so i can't help you with that i'm like what they made fun i remember at school like in college they would do little like skits and stuff and they would make fun of I think, I don't know, maybe it was like a Tuesday Night Live thing or something. Oh, and I've seen comedians do it too, like John Christ, that oh. Christian comedian, and Trey Kennedy. Yeah, I've yeah. seen them do reels and clips before talking about how like, um, oh, like I'm a seven. I'm sorry I'm late to work. Like I had to go get yeah. a coffee. Like I don't care about my employment or like. Sorry, I'm an eight. I don't give a crap what you just said. I'm going to do it my way. (laughs) You're like, what? Yeah, so don't let it be like an excuse for your behavior. But more so, I like it because I like to know about other people. And so I'm just like, oh, Jamie, you're an INFJ and you're six. So like you would probably enjoy this or whatever. I don't know. I just think it's cool. Yeah. When you met me, did you think I was a six? Or an INFJ? Um, yeah, actually, I think maybe I thought you were a four, too, because, like, four, some, like, four, five, and six are very similar to each other sometimes, yeah. um, and so I kind of put them in the same bubble. What's a four again? But I figured, fours are, like, the individualists, like, they just kind of, um, oh, right. they are super empathetic. And they're very, like, I don't know, they're just unique. They're cool. I don't know how, it's hard to explain fours for me. And, like, a bunch of my best friends are fours, but it's hard for me to describe them. But it's funny, though, because they're unique. Like, Hannah's a four. Um, Hannah's my best friend. Um, Hannah's a four, but she also is, like, there are no other fours. Like, I'm (laughs) I'm the only four. (laughs) That's a very four thing to think. I kind of want, she told me the other day, she's like, oh my gosh, I found out, like, my coworker is a four. I was like, how did you feel about that? She's like, well, one part of me was like, oh my gosh, another four, like, we can relate to so much. But then another part of me was like, no, I'm the only four. You cannot be a four. That's for me. That's really funny. Yeah, it cracks me up. It's funny. All right. One last thing before we go. Do you want to talk about how... I apparently made you cry when we first met. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about this. I remember texting Jamie because I was like going through the episodes because I'm a fan and I was listening and I started to text her because I overheard her bring up the situation (laughs) with Isabel and she's like, I have this friend. And then Isabel's like, well, you don't have to talk to her. She's like, no, we're cool. We laugh about it now. And she starts talking about, I'm like, wait a minute. Is this about me? This sounds familiar. Right now. Um, I don't remember the situation. <laughs> I I don't remember the exact like This was years ago. Yeah, like, this was like yeah. It's been over a year, probably like two years or something. Yeah. But um I am very sensitive <laughs> and I take everything personally. <laughs> <laughs> She's self aware. I'm self aware. Um I've gotten a lot better. I'm not as like Yes. I'm not as much of a baby as I used to be. <laughs> but I remember Jamie Jamie's intimidating. And Thank you. I remember like she would talk to me in our classes and she was super sweet. Um, and then I think it was on her trip maybe to like Ramsey's wedding. Maybe. R- that was 
not long ago. <laughs> last summer so oh when you brought it up when you, i brought it oh, up right. oh sorry yeah that's i brought like it up when then. we went on a trip together it was when like i guess i kind of like her i was like what yeah no no no, no. but um, on the trip you did bring it up and yeah. i was i was flabbergasted yeah, we brought it up because i i brought up on the trip i was like jamie i thought you hated me and i almost threw myself out the car <laughs> oh my <laughs> god she's so so dramatic <laughs> um but I think at some point before that trip, I don't know, I just get really insecure. And I think there was the time, it was most of the time with people not liking each other. I don't know the stats, but I'm just going to say 90% of the time it's because of miscommunication yeah. or misinterpretation. Yeah. And so I think for me, that's what happened is maybe there was an event or something and I don't know, sometimes you get scary, you Like, sometimes you're, like, you're very intimidating. I'm just, and I, I want to clarify. I just have, I guess you could say, a RBF. RBF, which, I mean, I get like that, too. It's kind of like a defense mechanism. I'm, I'm not, work. like, scaring people, no, but I'm, I'm very, like, I'm no. just here to work, you know. <laughs> yeah. Let me be RBF face. And especially, like, when you do your makeup and stuff, like, incredibly intimidating like with your perfect <laughs> precise eyeliner and your my fierce and cat your eye and your eyebrows and i'm just like oh my god and then i remember like on the trip well this is not the main story but like on the trip i remember i like complimented you and you were kind of short with your response not because you were being mean but that's how i interpreted it and i was like i'm trying to compliment her i to also was you. driving to be fair yeah um but I'm 99% sure something happened where we were talking and I thought you, I don't know, I just... You I, interpreted it as me yeah. being mean to you. Whereas in reality, maybe you were tired or maybe like you said something and just your tone came across yeah. like mean to me. <laughs> and then I'm over here like, Jamie hates me. Like, <laughs> oh my I'm going to go cry. Um, I honestly, like I said, I don't remember the exact event but i mean lesson lesson be learned folks um you yeah. never know how someone's gonna interpret no your face communication <laughs> is key like if you think someone has a problem with you or whatever like you clarify like even the other day i you know because i take things personally like a week ago yeah. i thought jamie was like mad at me or something just because i sent something was off which you never know what someone's dealing with i was just tired and yeah, stressed and i just, wasn't very talkative when tired. we were hanging out yeah. and madison was like oh, do you hate me and i was like no yeah. what <laughs> well because like and i know you've been drained just with stuff and i try to tell myself yeah. that too and maybe she's having like a rough week whatever and i just wanted to make sure i was just like is everything okay with us fine. like are you? And she's like i love you i'm like okay everything's fine no i i can get like that too you just you get in your head and you just overthink and overanalyze things yeah I've definitely have done that, but nah. Yeah, and I know for me too, like if I'm stressed or stuff is happening, I know I can get kind of short with people or yeah. I can get like, I can communicate things differently than I would if I were like relaxed. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's why clarification and reassurance is like the best thing. I do. I am someone that likes to have reinsurance. It's just funny because we were on this trip to our friend's wedding. We were driving to Georgia and then all of a sudden, I don't remember what, if we were driving or if we were at the hotel, I don't remember. But you were just like, I 
yeah, you made me cry. And I was like, what did I, what did I do? I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. If it makes you feel better, I'm pretty sure in the car, like I said, everyone in this vehicle has made me cry yeah, at some point. Did. Yeah. Did. So. But again, that's not on them. That's more so on me. Right. Emphasizing the fact that everything makes me cry. But you've gotten better and stronger better. for it. I haven't cried in a few weeks. Like, nice. that's what we call progress. It used to be every single night. Oh. Before I went to sleep. Honestly, you cry yourself to sleep. That is the best night of sleep. Oh, yeah. You can't tell me differently. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, if I cry myself to sleep, like, I will sleep better than if I didn't cry myself to sleep. So, everybody, cry yourself to sleep and you'll... you'll no, I, I think because you're so physically exhausted yeah. from crying. and sometimes, like, I'm... I mean, I was in a dark state for a bit, so... Um, you but, don't have to share it if you don't no, want to. We're I also mean, at 56 minutes. Oh it's a long God. episode. We've been talking forever. Um, but no, just like, it's okay to cry. It is. You know, it is okay to cry and to have sad days and stuff, but you don't want it to, like, take over you. Right. So, just finding a balance. I... <sighs> I know we're very long, and Isabel's like, this is so long, I have to edit this, I'm so sorry. Um, I was thinking about this last point, and then we can wrap up. I was thinking about this the other day, how I was watching a show, I don't remember what it was, but basically, the, oh no, no, I started reading the book, Book Lovers, and in the book, she, the prologue, she's talking about, like, she is a nice queen, um, she doesn't cry. And, like, her boyfriend breaks up with her, blah, blah, blah. And she's, like, he's, like, I haven't seen, even seen you cry. And my point is, like, why, I don't know how, how to explain this. But, like, why is it that just because I have a wall and, like, I try and protect myself, I'm an ice queen, I am I have no emotions, I'm cold. Do you know what I'm trying, do you know what I'm no, trying to say? No, and you, like, you are more protective about, like, I feel like I'm an open book. Um, when it yes. comes to talking to people, but a lot of people like you and some of my other friends, like you guys are more protective yes. of your feelings and your thoughts. So you like RBF, whatever, like yeah. all those defense mechanisms, like it's not anything towards that person, but you don't see the point and like sharing information, especially if you're not that close to someone. That's, you know? that's my thing is like, if I don't know you and I don't feel comfortable, I'm not going to share myself with you. Right. And I think a lot of that, too, is just past relationships. Because I know that's happened to me a few times where, like, I've opened up too much and I've shared too much. And I've ultimately regretted it because yeah. of the person. And then I got, like, betrayed or whatever. And then they ditched me. And so you just, like, you get more protective about, like, who you trust and who you talk to so all right we'll wrap it up there because it's this is a very long <laughs> episode i'm sorry isabel uh thanks for listening to another episode of better than work we'll see you next time thanks for listening to another episode of better than work see you next week